Well, Mitchell, thanks for joining us on the first and possibly the only episode of whatever the heck this thing is. <laughs> it's a good title, whatever the heck this whatever thing the is. Whatever the heck, oh no, did you just name it? I spent no. all this time trying to find a good name and then you name it <laughs> first 10 seconds. Uh, so basically, I, I'm doing this podcast kind of because I figured out that I love hearing about... When somebody's excited about something, I love just hearing about whatever the heck it is they're so excited about. Part of it might be because it takes the responsibility of the conversation off of me, and I know that they're enjoying it at least, so I think that might be part of it. But the other part of it, I just find it so interesting to find something that somebody's thought so long about, and um, whenever they have spare time, they're thinking about and researching about. I just love hearing about that corner of the world that they're, they've been delving into. Um, I've had some of my own little projects that I've kind of gotten into and a lot of them are still unfinished. And so I figured why not start another one? Cause that always helps. And, uh, but so it's basically, um, a project that talks to other people about their passion projects. Passion projects has kind of been loosely defined as something that people want to spend time on. It doesn't always make financial sense. Um, but it's something that's meaningful for them and something they want to spend time on. And so this is a, this is a project about passion projects. So we have our first guest, Mitchell Chalmers here. I've known Mitchell for a long time. Thanks for coming. Thank you for making me your first guest. Yes. Test flight. (laughs) (laughs) So introduce yourself to us, Mitchell. Who is Mitchell Chalmers? Who's Mitchell Chalmers? Yes. Um, I go by many names. Oh, Some yes. people know me as Mitch. Yes. I have introduced myself in the past as my my grandpa affectionately calls us calls me pumpkin. So. Have you actually done uh, that? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> pumpkin. That's no. brave. Yeah, pumpkin. Uh, but yeah, Mitch. Mitch is usually what I. Go- I feel like I kind of rebranded myself. Like mm-hmm. I grew up as Mitchell, and then like when I came home from my mission. I kind of rebranded myself as Mitch, so that's mm-hmm. kind of like what I do now. But uh, I, yeah, like I, I, like I'm, I guess I'm a photographer. I think that's largely what we'll be talking about today. I think because I don't have mm-hmm. much passion for much else. Just kidding. <laughs> I have passion for other stuff, but, um, but like most of the people associate me with my camera, okay. which is for better or for worse. But. Uh, yeah, it's just a Canadian dude that is loves cameras and shooting photos and stuff. So yeah, I don't know if that's like concrete enough of an introduction. <laughs> so that's Mitchell right there, folks. <laughs> yeah, I've already Summed sealed up. my fate. <laughs> I'm He's a, a photographer? Guy. Question mark. Sounds yes. like and mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, question mark. Big question mark. <laughs> well, personally, I think it's definitely for better if you're known for your photography. Looking at some of the stuff. Um, before I had the chance to kind of look through, you've probably got a couple likes on your Instagram on some old posts, so <laughs> yeah. you got to look forward to that. But um, just digging through some of the old stuff, it's fantastic. Like <laughs> it's amazing. It's been it's so cool to go back and you can see kind of the first ones um, with that show at the um, the rec room show. Mm, like because yeah, that was yeah. kind of near. Not the beginning, but kind of near the beginning. And then just like scrolling through and seeing how it's gone from there. It was really kind of fun to do that. 
Yeah, it's like, I don't know, I think I'm fairly cynical when it comes to, like, social media use. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like Instagram, like, like being able to scroll back through Instagram and kind of see how I've come, mm-hmm. it's kind of nice. Because um, you really do get a sense of, I don't know, I feel like a lot of well, photography and, and specifically, like, it's not like a lot of other things you might do. There's like a, a distinct progression to it. But like photography, I don't know. Maybe maybe the more you get into stuff, the more you realize that there isn't really. I don't know. But like, <laughs> but really, like I feel like photography sometimes is really hard to know if you're actually getting better at it. Right. And it's so subjective that like, I don't know. Like it's it's really hard to say. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. Like I, like I look at my old stuff, and like I kind of cringe a little bit at some of it. Some of it, I'm like, actually, you know, like. That holds up a little bit. Yeah, 2018 Mitchie didn't do too bad. Like, yeah. that's not too bad. But, like, um, yeah, it's just, it's just nice to be able to see that, like, there's, like, a, a growth to it. Because, like, otherwise it kind of feels a little empty. Yeah. Like... Yeah. And sometimes I feel like I look at old pictures like, well, crud, I haven't changed. Like, <laughs> these look like I took them yesterday. <laughs> And then there's other ones like, oh, no, like, that one's really bad. So that makes me feel better. <laughs> but it can't, like, I think uh, you've done a fair bit of landscape stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Landscape, especially for me, I find difficult because it's a mountain. Like, you don't have a lot of composition <laughs> choices. If you move 20 meters one way or 20 meters the other, it doesn't really change a lot. And you can you just pick where you point, and then you pick your edits and your exposure and things like that. And so, that one for me is daunting because a lot of it is up to you, the creator, to kind of create thing that something that's different and special. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of it, I think a lot of it has to do is like having the subject speak for itself. I don't know. That sounds really like old timey photography yeah, speak. Yes, yeah, very wise. I don't Mitchell, know. Mitchell, the guru I'm... on the mountains, <laughs> talking about mountains. I'm normally the person when someone says stuff like that. I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> but here I am. Like, you You've put me on the mic. That and, like, you I become that which you Exactly. Yeah. But like, like specifically the mountains. Though, like, I feel like they're already like beautiful as it is. So it, I feel like, for the most part, they're hard to mess up in a way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. The big challenge with shooting mountains is making the shot unique. Is right. usually, and like I think, at least if you like hop on Instagram, like most like photographers or like our YouTube photographers will be like, it's all about the foreground and like mm-hmm. and like the layer. And like, that's true. Like you do need a lot. Because that's of that. what you can control, kind of thing. Yeah, like because like what you said, like you can't control the angle of the mountain, especially if like. Like, it, like, if I'm hiking somewhere, like, I have to stick to the trail. <laughs> so, like, right. it's not even, like, I can spend, like, half the day going around to the other side or doing, you know, like, finding another composition. It's, like, I'm stuck on this spot, so, like, I have to make it work. Right. And, like, I can throw a tree in front of it or, like, some flowers. Like, that. that's kind of, like, right. kind of spicy. But, but like, spicy. yeah. <laughs> it's not really a whole lot you can do. So, I feel like catching the right light and like getting mm-hmm. certain aspects of the mountain often helps and like you know honing on specific aspects and 
like photography is all about light so like if you have mm-hmm. bad light then you're stuck you're stuck but like you know like mountains are fairly forgiving yeah um but yeah I don't so know. if we if we were to back up what first got you into photography like so this is something you spent a lot of time on over the years you've gotten very good at it and you don't need to self-depreciate <laughs> or anything like that it's absolutely you've gotten fantastic at it what started it for you uh i don't know honestly i think i've always liked taking photos um like if i had to put my finger on something i think like uh like my mom and dad buying me like a little disposable camera before scout camps i think that was huge it's like like the classic photographer origin story yeah, That's like, awesome. like, and there's so much, like, I, I really wish that film wasn't so expensive nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, I, well, I'd love to shoot more film mm-hmm. and like dive into that whole rabbit hole, but like, <laughs> yeah. it's just like, I, I need to live, so <laughs> <laughs> I got bills to pay, but right. um, film doesn't taste that good. No, no, no. <laughs> I tried it. No, I haven't tried it. <laughs> I haven't got that desperate yet. Yeah, so, but it's just like, yeah. So, so it's always yeah. kind of been a part. When did it start becoming a serious thing that you were uh, spending more and more time on? Uh, I think, I think, uh, I don't know, I think a lot of stuff for me started coming home from Taiwan, like off my, my mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that I kind of lived a pretty... I don't know how to call it, like a kind of like a, I was kind of like a really shy kid that didn't really know what to do with myself because like I was so shy, I didn't really want to do anything. Um, And then like going on a mission and like spending all day talking to people and like just like learning to get out of my shell, I feel like helped me to like be more comfortable, like exploring things that I like to do. Mm -hmm. And so like coming home, I like... I did all my, I go on hikes and stuff like that. And like, I'd like documenting it. And like, I bought a, I had a phone that had a pretty decent camera. And like, when I took a photo, like, it was like, oh, that's, that's not bad. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should do, spend a little more time on this. Uh And like, we'd take like fun photos on hikes. And like, it was just like, I think a lot of it has to do with like, being able to capture moments you won't otherwise be able to get back. And so... like going on hikes and like like i had so much fun on them and like made so many good friends and like bonded super closely with people and like being able to like capture that and like have it for later on so like when i'm like bored at school i can like flip through my phone and be like you know (laughs) times are pretty good yeah yeah, that (laughs) moment that you can return to when you're in trouble (laughs) yeah and then from there it just kind of grew like like I realized that like if I wanted to get this shot, like a phone isn't gonna work. Mm-hmm. And so like um I actually like I think my present photography journey I owed a lot to my mom. She like we she got a bunch of like these air mile things and she's like, I don't know what to do with them. Nice. So I'll give them to you. And then so I it turned out one of the options was to get Best Buy gift cards. Nice. So I just like cashed in a bunch and I got like she had a lot of she was really generous like now that i think about it like 
I don't know why she did that because like she could have got something really nice for herself, but she gave it to me for whatever reason. Probably because she loves me because I'm Probably. the best. I'm her best uh, child. I don't know, but nice. um, no. Uh, <laughs> um, but like I got like a, a quite a few gift cards, like and like it took off like, a sizable chunk of buying a camera. So like I went to Best Buy, I got a camera, and then from there it was just like now how do I learn this thing? And then here we are, a few mm. years later, but. Yeah, so that's like me becoming right. more. So you, it sounds like uh, growing up, finding an identity, or like a, it was, you weren't able to become something that you wanted to be or do what you want to do because you weren't quite sure of where you fit in from the like your shell that you're dealing with, and then when you came back, that you felt more able to explore that or what. How yeah. would you say that? I, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I think that's probably a good way to put it. I think that, um, I didn't have a lot of confidence. I think that's probably a better way to put it. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I, I spent a lot of time just kind of like following the crowd because I was like the only thing to do. Mm. Um, and I played a lot of video games. Like, I love <laughs> video games, but like, too much video games kind of stifles like a lot of the time you could spend on other stuff and mm-hmm. so like um i wasn't playing video games post-mission but uh i think that um yeah i just didn't have a lot of confidence i just didn't really know what there was out there to do and like right. um i think like having an income <laughs> right or like, like even if it's some a disposable small income, cash a little bit there yeah and like not having to worry about like you're going to be spending on, you know, like saving up 10 grand for a mission kind of thing. Right. That's like a, a pretty significant chunk of change for like a, a young right. adult kind of person. So right. um, I think that, uh, yeah, just not really knowing what to do, having more freedom and more like financial freedom and just like, mm-hmm. you know, just a lot of freedom just right. in general yeah. <laughs> to do whatever I want kind of thing. Yeah. And uh and and also also just having some support like because like yeah. buying buying cameras aren't cheap. No, there's and definitely like, a barrier to entry there a little bit. Yeah, and like it's something I feel every day. Mm-hmm. Every yes. time I pick up my camera, that barrier like, uh, shows up very often. Yeah. No, why did I do this? Why is it so expensive? <laughs> Absolutely. And then as well, it was kind of a a way to capture memories and yeah. to to think of them later, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's where I got into it. What do you feel is keeping you in it now? Uh, the clout, the likes. The clout? No, just kidding. No. Oh, the likes. Okay. <laughs> the likes. <laughs> what is clout? I thought I thought you said gout, and I was like, oh, the yeah, legs. It's, it's supporting I said, my, gout, my the legs, and I was like, oh no, Mitchell's not doing so good. Um, yeah, it's just uh, this is the what I have to do to keep myself afloat. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I make I make very little money off of this. <laughs> no, I what keeps me in it? I'd I'd honestly creative release. Like I feel like I don't really get a release out of much else other than this. Mm-hmm. Like it can be frustrating, and like sometimes you feel like you're not really creating anything worthwhile. Yeah, hundred percent. Like mm-hmm. especially when you go out and like you shoot like I don't know couple hundred photos and you go through them all and you're just like these are all yeah. garbage yeah this what was the point of that? what i wanted yeah yeah or you're like 
I should take out my camera when I go for, I don't know, like a walk or something. And you walk around and it's like, Edmonton is not the most photogenic place. <laughs> and I struggle really hard to take photos of some, some stuff. But maybe that's just, that's probably just a me thing. But like, I, I just need to learn to roll with it. But uh, yeah, it's just like sometimes it's like, yeah, it kind of sucks. But um, I, uh, I think a lot of it is just like the creative release. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just like I like being able to capture. It sounds super like. <laughs> get everyone know. get prepared for get, the the cheese. Uh, the cheese. Yeah. yeah, it's just like <laughs> I love the candid moments. So like, mm-hmm. But like, I really do. Like, I I do really like that. Like, I I like being able to. <laughs> when I'm with people, I think, and I think that's where like I feel my Instagram is like not super representative of what I actually really like to shoot. Like I love shooting landscapes. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah. But like, I love shooting people. I don't know if I do like, like wedding photography and all that stuff is like a whole different beast. But like, yes. I just like shooting the people doing stuff. Cause like you get to see them as they are, especially if they don't notice, like they know you're there with a camera, right. but like, but when they forget that you're there and they, you, you take photos of them, you get to see, like, people living life. I just yeah. like that for some whatever reason. Yeah. Not in, like, a voyeuristic way. Like, <laughs> like, just, a, like, if that sounded creepy, that wasn't creepy. Yeah, it wasn't creepy. Yeah. yeah. Don't but, worry. Uh, your mustache helps it be less creepy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I, uh, I'll shave it off tonight, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who's listening, you you're being deprived of a beautiful view of a very a massive caterpillar on my face. Wonderful mustache. (laughs) Yeah. So what's keeping you in it is that creative release, and then um, as well, kind of the drive to capture candid moments because that's kind of one of the things that gets it that really uh, feels satisfying is when you catch those. Yeah. Like especially with kids, like my nephews. Mm -hmm. Like, well, because they forget the cameras there pretty quick, or depends. either that, or they remember forever. They're, it's kind of all or nothing. You have to be very sly because, like, <laughs> they like once they know, then they like the minute you pull up the camera, they like they start doing weird stuff. It's just like, <laughs> like I'll take photos of you doing weird stuff because that's you, that's mm-hmm. you at that age. But like, yeah. I kind of want to just photos of you like chasing your brothers around and like right. you doing stuff that you would normally do in life, not like. like they're just doing their like funny things um but like i don't know it's they're they're so cute and also they're just so funny like the stuff that they do is just hilarious and random Mm -hmm. and um i don't know like they just there's a lot that uh i feel like there's a lot untapped comedy and also just like i don't know really precious moments that can be Mm -hmm. shot with kids i think um, this, and especially my nephews because I, I love them so much but like um, I'm a little biased <laughs> but I'm sure like if I was to hang out with some of those kids I would like them just as much too but yeah Um, what would you say is your current thing that you're the most excited about when you have some time you're thinking oh I'm going to think about photography things what is the specific thing you're currently thinking about oh to be honest I don't think I have one right now uh-oh, that's like, dangerous. I, f- I feel like I'm, I kind of rely, and this, maybe this is a confession, but I, I kind of rely <laughs> on going on hikes to get really, right. um, 
inspired or motivated. Jazzed about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, because like, it's like a different location and like, it's usually fairly scenic, so it's not like, like, I feel, I don't know, like, sometimes you just need a new, like, I don't know, you need somewhere new and to be doing to something. To go somewhere to do it. Yeah, have a purpose to it, as opposed to like, trying to organize something. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't had a lot of success like at least like creatively with like organized shoots at least that i've been satisfied with Mm -hmm. um i have done a few and like like deliberate going i'm going somewhere to take pictures of this thing like Mm -hmm. i'm going somewhere and i have or i have like a vision in mind like i want to get uh like this specific kind of shot or something Mm -hmm. like that like it usually doesn't turn out all that well yeah and i think that's something i need to practice Mm -hmm. but like I feel like on like to, I kind of I'm start, so I'm starting to dabble more and more in like video work, mm-hmm. and I find myself more and more interested in the creative avenues that video would mm-hmm. help. Um, and so I've had I've had to shoot got to shoot some videos lately that were like pretty fun and like pretty like creatively creatively right. stimulating, right. and so like I've just been like plotting. <laughs> other things that i could do but like i also like don't have the I, I like i still feel like i need to work my way up to like getting to where i want to be right um and also don't know if i'd be taking like the video work as seriously because i feel like that requires like a dramatically like dramatically more um what's the word like it costs a lot more it's yes. way more expensive well there's the gear the software and the mm-hmm. time even is so much more and... yeah the time like it just mm-hmm. like yeah editing well, videos i i don't know if you found this but i found those videos you even photography i feel like you can get away a bit more with just the spray and pray of just like mm-hmm. take a picture of this take a picture of this and you look there and it's like oh this worked out but videography if you just take random videos you'll kind of get a mess and when you yeah. try and stitch them together. And so you might have to have a bit more of a vision at the beginning of a shoot that uh, can yeah, be tricky. Yeah, 100%. And like you, like, like not like you have to have a shot list. And then even when you go to do the shots, you have to plan it out so much more. Yeah. And then your camera is limited in what, how and what conditions it can shoot in too. Right. Especially when you have cameras that aren't designated for vi- like. Yeah. The cameras that we're using are more photography cameras that can do video. And the newer <laughs> ones are doing it pretty well. But mm-hmm. it's still like Yeah. You know, it still is tricky. Like I didn't I didn't buy N D filter for the longest time and then I finally bought it, it was like And it just smooths out some it of It smooths those. out a lot of things, but it's, you know, it's another thing I had to buy just to shoot video and the light, right. you know, and then, and then like uh well just like the like software, like I, I actually DaVinci Resolve is actually pretty good. Like mm-hmm. I'm starting to learn more of it, learn more of it. It's not as I find it's not as intuitive as as uh, Premiere, but mm-hmm. but like, it's just like another thing to learn about. And then like you know, if you want to shoot in the like in low light, right? You can't just like crank your ISO the same way <laughs> right. you can with like photography and like you know right. like, just go and post and be like yeah, noise noise and, yeah the, all yeah. that stuff. Like you have to be a lot more meticulous and intentional. Yeah. So much more less, so. A lot less forgiving. Yeah, way less forgiving. And then, yeah, like, you, you mess up a shot. It's like, ah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then the audio. Then the audio is even oh, harder. Oh, like, that's true. I didn't like, even think about that. Yeah, the audio like is just mics, like... mics, and then, like, mm-hmm. your directional mics, and then, like, 
are you getting ambient sound with it and like mm-hmm. it's a mess. Uh, and then like oh yeah ambient sound and then like sometimes you like you move slightly and it changes the ambient noise and now you have like I, and this this is where my inexperience probably shows up. I'm sure people would be like, oh, this is what you do, whatever. But, <laughs> but like, you'll have just, like, white noise, and then there's, like, none. And so, like, the audio just gets so weird. Right, and then, right. And then I just feel like such a noob. You put that video, <laughs> and you're like, ah, uh, uh, It's well, not perfect. Like <laughs> with photography, when I kind of first started, I got a couple pictures, and I was like, wow, those actually turned out decent. Like, mm-hmm. you can kind of accidentally get something that's pretty good and videography there's so many different variables that are happening the chances of that lucky shot i feel like get less and less yeah yeah and then just like and then color grading and all that stuff (laughs) like i still don't understand that i like I, i shot some videos and log footage and i was like for the express purpose of practicing and it just like oh my goodness what in the world photography is so easy compared to that (laughs) yeah just like preset sync boom right we got got like a platform to work off of and we can just even have like in lightroom they've got the auto settings yeah (laughs) huh well that looks pretty good (laughs) i might tweak that a little bit (laughs) yeah or even just like the auto masking like now you can just like have it select the sky for you and it's like that's half my job like just like boof done (laughs) wow that was so easy so quick yeah. yeah that the uh, i don't know i like i find that stuff it's like nice but then i'm also like this uh that means that i have less excuses of <laughs> making bad pictures like the better that the tech gets and the software gets it's like okay it's really uh, like the creativeness has to really come out in order for you to feel like you're making something that's different than i don't know Maybe, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, it, I feel like, I don't know. Like, it depends on what you feel like is a unique or a creative photo. Like, cause I, right. like I feel like, um, like some people look at like digital art, like what, what I consider digital art, where they like take a, like a photograph and they'll like do a ton of like graphical work onto it. I'm sure. It, right. You know, like they transpose like the fairyland onto like the picture of the kid or like right like, some kind know? of heavy yeah photo like, you've just, you've moved out of lightroom you're in photoshop kind of yeah, stuff yeah there's like that stuff but there's also just like i think i don't know sometimes i wonder if like um we put too much stress on ourselves to just like to create stuff and then to mm-hmm. create stuff that's unique necessarily mm-hmm um that like we start to discredit what exactly that we do yeah. is actually good or not um, yeah because like i think oftentimes we do perfectly fine stuff but it's like it doesn't it, it, it either it's like a perfectionism or we compare it to other people and we don't right mm-hmm. I, i've been thinking about that a lot i think like i've just been thinking about these different projects people do and i think it's a big barrier for people that they're like oh i want to do this thing but so-and-so does it really well or like everybody's doing it now or like there's this there's kind of a a want to create something that's different from everybody else mm-hmm. and to to make something that's unique which i think is a part of art in general which can be a good thing but then also if you listen to it too much it can kind of stop mm-hmm. you at the gate and you don't get anywhere with it mm-hmm. and like 
a lot of it like I think some of it is necessary almost like I feel like it having that kind of fear kind of forces you to be intentional if you do mm-hmm. start on something like I think it's like a kind of a natural thing mm-hmm. um but like definitely like it it's not fun to like be constantly trying to measure yourself to some hypothetical and I'm like I'm sure like a lot of people have talked about how uh bad it is to compare yourself just right. in life in general but like I, I feel like I, I don't get the sense of like actually no actually never mind I do get the sense that I just like like the whole imposter syndrome like yeah. it, it's so real yeah and like um like I still like kind of cringe inside when people call me a photographer because like <laughs> I just like I feel like there's so much weight behind being called a photographer that implies that like I know right. stuff but like some, right. More often than not, I don't feel like I know anything. Like, I just oh, kind of, like... That's a guy who goes on airplane flights, and he has all those special cases and stuff, so they <laughs> yeah. have to go to the side. Oh, he's a photographer. <laughs> yeah. Got those giant pelican cases. Yes. So fancy. Which are incredibly expensive. Yeah. My goodness. It costs yeah. just as much as a camera sometimes. I guess you gotta protect your stuff. I don't know. I just stick my stuff in, like... A shirt. I wrap it in a shirt. I stick it in my backpack. Like. <laughs> Just put a pelican on the shirt and I think that'd be good. That should yeah. help out. So <clears throat> what would you say are the biggest challenges to spending time on your on your photography? Mm, biggest uh, biggest challenge is uh probably uh money. Money and just like having to work all the time, and we're—I don't know—I feel like just because I feel like a lot of my photography is tied to hiking, camping, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That like your hands feel a bit tied when you're out yeah, of that season. Exactly. Like if I if I'm not able to go out, I find that I just don't shoot a lot. Mm-hmm. And like I've been trying to change that, but like. I just feel like I get so much more, um, like I I feel so much more creative, or I I, know, mm-hmm. I just find like I I get better stuff when I'm out, right, in the mountains or you know out in the wild kind of thing, mm-hmm. doing something like that as opposed to like, to me it feels contrived trying to like generate opportunities like that, right. Um, at least for me personally. Um, not to say that people that do intentional work and are actually like photographers like <laughs> are being contrived by doing stuff like right. that. But like, I I feel like um, just like not having time. Like I feel like I keep telling myself that like once I get like a real job and a real career, like I'll have time right. and I'll have right. money. But then that'll never probably never happen because like life is weird like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I I think that's probably like a big. Um, stop time and money barrier that's the word barrier to mm-hmm. to me actually exploring and also it's so expensive like yeah like you want to buy a new lens like <laughs> no well I, like, it's three grand or two grand like seriously budget and, lens 800 bucks still that's a lot of money like <laughs> it's, it's another cheap, quote unquote it's another uh, like half hour discussion but like the second i get the thing that i've been wanting to get it's like huh Hmm. Huh, that thing looks oh no yeah. <laughs> you just like you'll be happy with it for a little bit and then it's like you're yeah. almost back where and it makes me wonder if 
is just me trying to say, well, I I want this thing so I can get better. Mm-hmm. And it's probably like, I just need to do more yeah. <laughs> so I can get better. <laughs> but it's easier to think that it's something you have to buy, which can mm-hmm. be dangerous. So the question would be, what is something you bought that was like immediate regret? Like you bought it and you're like, why did I do that? <sighs> That's a good question. Do you have one? Uh, yes, I do. I actually have quite a few. <laughs> I have many regrets. What's the top of your list? Um, GoPro. I'm nervous to say them in, in case <laughs> my wife hears and she knows that I bought something I, sh- I didn't need. I got no wife, so I can do this all I want. <laughs> <laughs> you got uh, a GoPro? Yeah, I bought a GoPro because I was like... This thing will be so cool. It's so small. And I can take it everywhere mm-hmm. and record everything. Yeah. And it's like super duper ultra wide angle. Well, yeah, that so super wide angle. And even if you close it up a little bit, it's still like pretty wide. Mm-hmm. But like, just like, it's not that the video isn't that good. And let's say like, you're in like the perfect <laughs> well, lighting situation. Like, If you see all the videos on the ads are like on the beach or like these yeah. like super bright things. It's like, whoa. Yeah. But like, if you have it when it's like even remotely Overcast, dark and it's like ooh. <laughs> yeah it just does not look good and like uh like and also just i i and this i think this is probably the most depressing part of it is that like i in my mind i was envisioning the ads like right the, the marketing like, totally oh, worked on i me. can make this i can make yeah. this and i will live that kind of life right like i'll record all my hikes and they'll be like super cool and i'll jump in lakes mm. and we'll do the kayaking and all that stuff <laughs> all these I... slow motion jumps into water that'll be me yeah that'll, yeah, that'll be me those be so cool and all then that like... dog on the beach that's my dog now <laughs> i wish i had a dog that'd be kind of cool but <laughs> maybe that'll be next purchase um <laughs> no but i just like i realized that my um my life is a lot more boring than i'd like it to be and I just don't have anything exciting to shoot with a GoPro. Like, I don't need a waterproof camera because well, I never well, go in the water. <laughs> here's here's me in ultra high def sitting on the couch. Yeah, this here we me. are. Here's me and my friends going to McDonald's, and uh, here is uh, here's me regretting it later. Yeah, and here it is, just sitting on the shelf for the past like two years. Because <laughs> it has been sitting on the shelf for two years. I keep, I keep, I, every time I look at it, I'm like, I'm gonna sell you. <laughs> And they never do. And it's probably going to depreciate to infinity by the time I get around to it. But yeah, I don't know. What, what do you regret? I'm, I'm curious, though. Ah, crud. I already forgot. I was like, okay, I'm going to think about it while Mitch is talking. And then you started talking. <laughs> and I just started thinking about that. Um, My bad. I'll be extra quiet. I got a GoPro, but I actually got a decent amount. I did some time lapses of painting stuff. Oh, like yeah. For, like residential that. and commercial painting. And so that mm-hmm. kind of... It didn't make yourself. any money at all, but oh, okay, definitely got use out of it. Well, I guess we used it for some ads and stuff, so that was good. Okay. Um, I got a macro lens, which I was really excited about. Mm-hmm. I remember that too. And I, I did a lot of good work with it right away, and then it kind of, I think macro classically falls into the back pocket a bit. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of come back again recently, so I can't I can't throw that one under the bus either. It's fairly niche, though, like... Very. Very, very niche. Yeah, it's like... Like, 99% of things, it's like, oh, is it farther than, like, five inches away from your camera? Yeah, you can use a normal lens for that. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, you want it, like, this close? Okay, yeah, now we can use... We can use this really specific thing for it. But, so, I think that would probably be the closest to... 
um, something I got that I was really excited for, and I haven't got as much use as I wanted. At least that you're willing to disclose. Yes. Don't worry, we yes. can have the after podcast yeah, I'll discussion. Yeah, take that out. Yes, <laughs> yes. After dark. Okay. Um, so, I just wanted to say, touch on, it sounds like, I was just thinking while you're talking about how um, a photographer for you has been meaningful on the way. Like, while you're doing something else, it... Uh, it's ancillary to, or it's like, it's adding to an experience that you've already had or having. And it's not something you deliberately have to carve out of your day to say, okay, I'm going to do this at this point. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely agree. Like, I think photography is fabulous for that because it's mm -hmm. something you do about something. Mm -hmm. You don't, you don't have a blank canvas and make something from scratch. You, there's something that exists and you make something out of that thing. Mm -hmm. And so I, that kind of resonated with me. I think um, sometimes when we want to do these things that we're really passionate about, we we think, okay, I need to have like a room in my house dedicated to it and I need to um, spend an hour a day on it kind of thing, which those things will help. But if that's not in the picture, um, I think just starting with whatever you got probably works decently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you, do you uh, know about uh, Matt Day? He's like nope. a, I found him on Instagram or YouTube or somewhere. Okay, I'll run down. Yeah, he's he's got some really really good stuff and like I think my f so he's uh he's a photographer dude. I believe he shoots mostly like mostly film. Nice. A lot of on Leicas, I'm pretty sure. Nice. Um, but like a lot of his stuff, he, he does he he posts a lot of stuff about like candid shots of his family. Uh -huh. and I, I love it like it's incredibly like it's it's so good it's yeah. well shot well thought out very well composed yeah. and it's just like his family living their lives and like for all for all like this is going to be seem like a very like a 180 from what i was saying before about like having to go <laughs> hike and stuff like that right. like that being said like hiking, the house kind of stuff yeah but like i i do take photos of my life and some of it does turn out quite well and i think that um like, our lives are, like, more picturesque and beautiful than we like to give it credit for. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, someone like him, um, just seeing his stuff and, like, how he's able to capture just his kids being kids and his family being a family, yeah. um, just for the, who they are. Like, I think yeah. that, that, like, for me, that was, like, I love, like, seeing his stuff. And so, right. um, kind of like what you're saying, like, it's, like, an extension of you and your experience with life. Like, it... yeah. As much as I love to geek out about the camera gear and stuff, like, if the camera is able to just, like, be part of me and I can just, like, use it to capture the moments, then, like, it becomes, like, so much more meaningful than if it's just, like, I'm freaking out about, like, oh, my gosh, I'm shooting, like, 12,000 <laughs> oh, no, ISO. ISO is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish I had my other lens on this. Yes. Although I do that all the time, but, like, <laughs> yeah. The moments where it's just, like, I'm just, like, busy just, like, photographing people or just, like, photographing... Yeah life happening like those are like you got a triage am i gonna yeah. spend the time to switch lenses now or am yeah. i just gonna suffer through whatever <laughs> i've got on here you know that that means you just gotta get another body exactly which i have that's been considering option that's the very inexpensive decision no, that you can make there jimmy no don't <laughs> don't do this to me i'm i just bought a little camera I, i'm so gonna buy another body i guess i'm gonna i guess we're gonna do this there you go there you go <laughs> it's that easy so that if anyone has extra money in your couch, please send it to yes. uh, Mitch Chalmers here. I'll start a GoFundMe right now as we speak. Yes. 
<laughs> so that's funny. We're talking about candid shots. I had gathered some pictures that I was just scouring through your your archives. All the ones <laughs> I picked looked like they are not candid shots. <laughs> Which ones are these? So here, I'll send you some. I'll send them one by one. Okay. Or here, I'll send you a group of them. Okay. And you tell me which one you want to talk about. Okay. Some of them are candid. Some of them okay. are candid, yes. Like, I do I do appreciate all forms of photography, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Photos with tons of clarity, though, like, I, uh... Actually, you know, here, I th- I feel like I probably have to walk back on a lot of statements I'll make today. <laughs> <laughs> I do have, actually, no, I have had success with plant shoots, now that I think about it. Uh-huh. Um, so did you get a chance to look at some of those? I did. Yeah, what? so I definitely have to walk back on some statements I've made. <laughs> um, well, these are ones I, I picked. These aren't ones that you picked. These are no, ones so, that... But they're... They're representative so of... Yeah, anyway, go, go ahead, go ahead. Because <laughs> I was just thinking about why candid shots would be important to you. And I think that's like your candid shots you'd love because you were there in the moment. You know what was happening around that scene. You know what was happening behind the camera onto the mm-hmm. left of it. And that that it's a good picture that is a part of this moment. I feel like emotionally you might fill in the rest of that moment. Whereas I wasn't there. And I see some of the candid ones. I'm like, oh, that's nice. But I don't have the same maybe emotional connection with what was happening at that time. Which actually, there's a I have a big question. I'll ask you that afterwards. But okay, large largely <laughs> do with that. But okay. Um. But yeah. So wait, what was your, what was your original question? Which one of these do you want to talk about? Ah oh, man, there. Are... <laughs> I don't know. I could talk about. I feel like I I could talk about all of them. Okay. In one broad stroke. Actually, let's not all one. of them. Maybe most let's, of them. Let's pick one. What? I just want to look at one. Pick one, one of them, and then we'll talk about all of them. Okay. Uh, 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 ooh, this is tough. Okay. Um, so there's the one of the girl in the window. Yes. I was hoping you'd pick that one. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll include these in the in the episode titled i'll put a link to these pictures so people can see kind of what we're talking about mm-hmm. i think but. i actually i don't know if i posted a black and white version of this or not i think i like the black and white version more okay um but uh so this was so this is brinley mm-hmm. um so someone one of my friends my friend hannah sent me a a uh a link to this photographer. So this is during COVID. Um, mm-hmm. The photographer that was doing like port side uh, right. portraits and stuff like that. And he's like, you should do that. And I was like, yeah, that's a pretty good idea. Um, and so Brinley and Sophia were like gracious to like, let me try and shoot photos of them. And so like mm-hmm. we shot them all through the window and like, you know, all COVID safe and all that stuff. But right. um, uh, I, I feel like a lot of them turned out surprisingly well. Uh, I really liked a lot of them. I yeah. had to pick this one from a few of them, but <laughs> they turned out really good. Yeah, like the uh, surprise. Like I don't like saying that about my work a lot of times, uh-huh. especially in public. But like, I feel like they actually turned out pretty good. Like, 
I don't think this yeah. is technically public because I think oh, it's okay, just our moms yeah. that will listen. Okay, to yeah. It, so so this worry. is this is really a private conversation. <laughs> but, um, so I can say whatever I want. Then. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, it turned out surprisingly well. Like the reflections, yeah, I thought would be harder to work with, but it, it works so they, well. They became part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a couple of them, especially there's one where someone's sitting playing a ukulele, and mm-hmm. like the reflections are taking out half of their face here and and part of their arm here and it's just like oh wow this Mm -hmm. looks incredibly deliberate and that's the thing is it wasn't (laughs) right well to some degree it was so like and that's the thing is like i feel like control some of it and then there's yeah Yeah, and so that's the common thing amongst all these photos like I, i just feel like you're you're in so much less control of the photo than you think you are right and that people give you credit for Right. Which I which I really struggle with, like, <laughs> like this shot of of Bryn Lee. Actually, no, uh-huh. a lot of the shots of, of just them two, like Bryn Lee and Sophia. Like, I I'd shoot an image or I shoot a shot, and then I notice reflection. And I was like, hmm, that's not the bed. Maybe let's play with that a little bit and have them move mm-hmm. around a little bit. But then there's also like a lot of them doing like, like I'm horrible at posing and I'm horrible oh, at directing. It's definitely an art form all by itself. Hundred percent, and like I keep. Like I have my friends go out with me to like so I can practice, and I'm always terrible at it. Yeah. And I just I feel like I'm never getting better at it, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm better than I think I am, but um, probably I think it's I safe know. to assume. Anytime you think that know. line, especially when we're talking about this stuff, probably I don't know. It's <laughs> maybe we'll go out and I can try and like take photos of you, and you'll see exactly how bad I am. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like like I had the idea of like doing the little hair flip thing. Uh-huh. So I thought it would look kind of cool, like through like this garage door or kind garage of an old, window. Uh, yeah, which is like old actually wood frame window, and and this, that's not glass; that's like plastic. <laughs> it's really? like like plexiglass, which I thought yeah, was yeah. You can see how it bends and flexes a bit yeah. there, which kind of adds to the overall effect. But like yeah, um, but like I think there's like there's a certain interplay of like what the people do and like what you do, like. I directed that to a certain extent, but like she also was able to execute it in a way that was, mm-hmm. you know, satisfactory to what I was trying to, yeah, like what I was envisioning. Yeah. And so like there's a dimension of that that like, or like if there's that picture of Marissa, like the grad yeah. photo, like yeah, the the giant J.J. Abrams lens yeah. flare, yeah, yeah, like the classic, just like yeah, the really golden, you know, light cast. Um, I I wasn't like, I tried to direct her for a while. And this is her walking away. And I just decided to like <laughs> this take This is photos. when you had given up. Yeah, I had given up. And then she was just like leaving. And so I took a photo and it, I felt like it turned out really good. I really liked oh, how it. Mitch, like this isn't the goal of photography, but it looks like it's on the cover of a, a, <laughs> a university's grad uh, ceremony thing. Like it looks fantastic. I wish. I wish it would. Like it's, it looks so good. It could be so famous being on a U of A grad, <laughs> grad advertisement. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, McEwen might be. Oh, maybe. Could... <laughs> I shoot him a shot and then see how it goes. There you go. But like that was just like, I, I didn't do, like that was not me. That was mm-hmm. Marissa being Marissa. And I just right. like, I, 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 I like, I guess like the skill in photography is being in the right spot at the right time and like. Right, having the eye for it, and then also being handle the technical side of it to some degree. But right, um, I often just I just really struggle with the fact that like you just really aren't in control, and maybe that's a metaphor for life. Just like <laughs> you're really not in, in control as much as you like mm-hmm. to think you are. But yeah, um, well, it's like a balance of 
it's in, in photography at least it's important to control what you can like you try to but then you also like give up on that other part <laughs> that you can't control and it's like uh-huh. your life like it's important to try with what you have mm-hmm. but then there's all this other stuff it's like yeah and that might just uh, come out in the wash and we have no mm-hmm. idea how that's gonna turn out it's uh serendipity that's the word yes it's very serendipitous like yes like the shot of joe and cena that was that was a miss shot like i was trying to focus on their faces i love that shot i lo- i love it too like i uh-huh. i almost <laughs> i almost said it as my background because i loved it so much <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is my profile and these are two other people <laughs> they're married and they love each other and i love them maybe they love me but like, I just love this photo of them so much. Though. <laughs> but like, I was like, I was trying to focus on their faces, and I ended up focusing on the grass on accident. Mm-hmm. I it's took the so photo, good. and the way that you're even using it in your website is perfect. Oh yeah, I have a website. I forgot about that. <laughs> regularly curated, it sounds like. Oh boy! It's at the at the bottom of the homepage. So you have these rolling kind of photos as you scroll down, mm-hmm. and the bottom one is them, and the kind of I don't know the navigating panels show up at the bottom of it, and it just serves as this perfect kind of footer for I don't know. You I can like, worked you can great. see them kind of like half blurry there. Yeah, and I just I love how like you can't see Joe's face. I know, and that, he's out of focus, but he's you can of, tell he's smiling. You know he's yeah. smiling. Yeah. I just think that's so cool. I don't know yes, why. Very much. But yeah, like, yeah. So as much as I love, like, the serendipity of it, like, also, uh-huh. like, it just kind of goes back to, like, that imposter syndrome of just, like... Yes. I'm yeah. not really, like, it's, it's not really me. It's just, like, <laughs> people being people and life being right. people. No, life, right. life being people. Life doing its thing. Life happening. That's the way you should Life being it. people. Life being people, people. People being life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um, now, to talk about the floating picture. Ah, uh, yes. I'm interested to see how you feel about this picture now. Because this was kind of one of the earlier ones, mm-hmm. if I remember right. I love the novelty of it. Uh-huh. I hate the editing and I hate how I executed it. Technically. Okay. Uh, maybe hate's a strong word. Uh-huh. I I uh, detest it. There's cringe associated with it. Yeah. Like, I've actually gone back and re-edited it again. Uh-huh. And I, I find it a little more tasteful. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, I love the novel. Like, I love how it turned out. Yeah. Like, I love the photo. I just, like, ah, like, oh, <laughs> like I, I was so into, like, hyper-saturation. Or not saturation. Like, hyper-contrasty mm. photos. Like, yeah. Whereas I feel Turning like up that uh what's the uh Oh the clarity slider. Clarity, or, yeah. Like there's less of that and it's more just like crank the contrast and drop the <laughs> shadows. Like just get like cram every bit of like <laughs> contrast out of this photo as we can. And like actually it's actually it's not that bad. Um yeah. but just compared to your style now, I feel like it's, it's not yeah, uh... very dramatically different, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like super like the story behind it is really cool, though, because, like, so this is, um, we're hiking, oh, which I, oh, Paradise Creek, um, near Marine Lake, and it was, like, the foggiest day ever, like, so foggy, <laughs> like, it, you could not see, like, uh, like, 10, 20 meters in front of you kind of thing, uh-huh. and so, like, we're, like, um, 
walking up or hiking up this hill and you can see there's a break in the trees like the hill crests and you can see right. the sky kind of thing yeah but it's just like haze because like it's all foggy and <laughs> kind of apocalyptic uh, yeah. yeah like think of like the fo- <laughs> like the horror movie the fog it was like that yeah nice. and um but you crest this hill and then there's supposed to be a lake there but you don't see a lake all you see <laughs> is that rock and the seashore and the, the lake shore right but no lake and there's supposed to be a massive mountain there, but you can't see it because it's all fog. And so it's just like this super like ethereal, like yeah, um, Silent Hill sort of vibe. Uh-huh. And like it was just so cool, like so so cool. Well, and it might be a photographer's nightmare if you went up there to take pictures of mountains and there's no mountains. You can't you can't see the blessed thing. Yeah. <laughs> but then like, but then you're able to make this thing out of it. Yeah, and it, was, and it turned yeah. out fine. But also that's the other thing too is like I hate. Especially when hiking, I really don't like, um, like sunny days, like cloudless uh-huh. sunny days are like the bane of my existence when it comes to you hiking. Get those crazy shadows across the face. Yeah, and... like it can make it work, and like I've mm-hmm. had some shots turn out pretty good. But like, I love inclement weather. Wet weather, weather. <laughs> I love <laughs> wet wetter weather. Wetter weather. Um, like I love like like I love it when it rains. I love it when it snows. Mm-hmm. I love it when the weather is the worst. Cause it Stuff's makes, coming down. Yeah, like I know everyone around me hates it, but like I'm like, <laughs> guys, it's for the photos. The photos are looking incredible. <laughs> do it for the vine. Yeah, do it for the vine. <laughs> but yeah, so this one turned out really well. And there's like another photo, like I like. Then there's another whole aspect of like landscape photography where it's like you're just not able to capture how grand it was. Because uh-huh. like after this, you you do like a small ascent, and then you come to like this rock field. Right. And like, like a shale thing. Yeah, it's just like a massive shale thing, and like you have to cross this like old rock slide kind of thing, mm-hmm. and um, so it's like, there's no trees. It's super open, and um, under normal circumstances, it's like maybe about a kilometer long of just like open space, just rock field. Right. And like you come out, and it's all fog. All you see is fog, <laughs> and then like up above you, like super high up above you, you look up, and like this is like. The fog starts to settle down a little bit, and this this massive spire of the mountain starts like Just sticking, erupts. yeah, erupting out of the cloud <laughs> as if it's like shooting through the clouds, and it was so cool. Like, there's like a few times, like I've, I don't like, I do cry. Uh-huh. but like i've never like looked at nature and just like shed a tear, but like wept. Yeah, right. in that moment, it was just like it was so beautiful that I was like. I was like, my eyes were glistening because I was like, this is beautiful. <laughs> this is so cool. And uh, and then I tried taking photos. Like, they turned out just unsatisfactory. I feel like fog is so hard to photo- for, yeah. to take pictures of. Like, yeah. Because it just doesn't, how you see it is not how the camera sees it. And you really have yeah. to play with those settings and stuff. I haven't figured it out. But also just the scale. Like, it was huge. Like, absolutely mm-hmm. massive. And then, you know, in order to capture all that, yeah, they need like, I, I took out my, I had a 14 mil wide angle. And so like, I took that and it was just like, it just made everything small as wide angles do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this isn't working. So like, I tried to like, I swapped lenses really quick to try and catch it before like the fog completely ruined the shot. Right. Or like it, before like the whole look was gone. The, right. And so I did like a Brenizer like pan, like a stitched panel kind of thing. I took a bunch right. of shots. I stitched it together when I got home. I was so excited. I was like, this is going to be, like, <laughs> the, the fish, like, the 14 mil shot didn't really work out. Let's, like, this is right. going to look sick. Did look good at all. Like, I don't think I ever ended up, like, I don't even think I ever ended up using it at all. Because I was just, like, I just was so Not disappointed. Not what you wanted. 
Yeah. It was just so not like what reality was like. Right. So I was just like, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel like panoramas do that to me a lot because when I don't see what it would look like. And so I get optimistic on what the stitching would look like afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then when I actually look at it, it's like, oh, it's just like really, really wide. Yeah. <laughs> not exactly what I was hoping for. It just kind of like flattens it. It just becomes yeah. kind of like uninspiring. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to send you one more. Okay. This, I feel like, was a passion project within a passion project. <laughs> this uh... blew my mind. I uh... I had nightmares about this and... I had sweet dreams and beautiful nightmares about this. <laughs> the mushrooms. The mushrooms, yes. So this was, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but this was you being like, hey, I want to take a time lapse of mushrooms yeah. and going out and finding various ways of growing mushrooms <laughs> and then taking pictures of it. Yes, that is, no, that is not at all what it was. <laughs> no? No. Um, so what happened was my brother bought this bag you get this bag and you like poke a hole in it and you put some water on it and then just mushrooms you bought a bag of mushrooms yeah <clears throat> did you ever find out what uh, kind of mushrooms uh no idea i have no idea <laughs> what kind of mushrooms do you find in a giant bag i don't i have no idea they're not the le- they're not the, like the the psychedelic kind if you're wondering okay like these are these are edible mu- actually the, nah. um <laughs> these are cooking mushrooms mushrooms ah, you yes. can cook, put on food you can put food okay yeah Okay. Um, but it's just like this big bag, and you just like uh, it's like a, a mushroom starter. Water it. Yeah, you just water, it and then like just like mushrooms come out of it, <laughs> and um, like they take like a super long time to grow. Well, not a super uh-huh. long time, but like like I I haven't done a ton of time or up to that point I hadn't done like a ton of time lapses, let alone mm-hmm. time lapses over this period of days. Right. So this I like thinking about it, it was like this will be interesting. Like, I, <laughs> I want to try this out and see how this goes. We're going to jump right into this. <laughs> yeah. So like I, uh, I got a lamp. I took a cardboard box and I shoved like a white sheet to the sides of it right. and then, right. um, put it in the basement in a dark corner that the light wouldn't change too much. Uh-huh. And, um, I just set up my camera and let it run on the intervalometer for like, yeah, for four days. Uh-huh. Um, and then, so I had run up that shutter count. Oh Yeah. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> yeah, seven thousand, apparently seven thousand photos. I'm looking at oh my my, God. my caption, um, but yeah, it was just like, it was quite the undertaking, and it was also like during COVID, so there's not a whole lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was perfect. It was a perfect project, but also right. not. But um, um, I had so I had my my uh, my mirrorless set up, and I had a GoPro like the gopro that i hate so much set up at the same time <laughs> so you get, you get both angles of it yeah um but just like seven thousand photos oh my god it's so many the photos processing of it yeah you probably went through a couple laptops processing it, it was just like oh my goodness it was <laughs> it drove me mad because like it would slow down like my computer i hadn't i hadn't bought my new computer that was a lot more mm-hmm. suited to such work um beefier. yeah my beefier laptop and so, like, it would just tank my computer so bad. And um, and then the storage, like, 7,000 oh, yeah. photos. And, I, like, A7R2 is 42 megapixel camera. So, like, holy cow. So each raw photo, like, I shot in raw, too. Like, holy I, I don't know what I was thinking. 
But for whatever well, reason... Anytime I'm like, oh yeah, always raw. Like, why wouldn't you do raw? Yeah. For anyone who's listening, raw is just... They're bigger files, but you can do more with them. Yeah. Except they get, and, like, the bigger your yeah. sensor, like, the more megapixels, the bigger the files are. So, like... So you get these, like... Absolutely massive files to work with. And I mm-hmm. took 7,000 of these raw photos. <laughs> and then they just, like, burned my computer. <laughs> trying to get these all processed. And then, mm-hmm. um... So, yeah, at the end of it all, I was like, yep, never meant, nah, never again. I'm not doing this. That's not for me. <laughs> um, it's, just, it's just so much work for, like, a one-minute video. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever watch Parks and Rec? Yeah, oh, when he's doing the, know, the claymation. <laughs> the like, here, I spent, like, two days on this. It's fabulous. It's like, and the guy, like, sits up and steps out of bed. He's like, I'm in trouble, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can totally sympathize with that. Like, oh, I, Looking at it, like, it's... It blows my mind. Yeah. I saw it and I got shivers all over again. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. I'm glad. Cause so like, so here's, a, here's a bit of a confession. And this is like a little sneaky. It wasn't your pictures. These were not my photos. Just kidding. No. Um, oh, I thought Oh, I thought we had stumbled onto something. No. So this no, this is a, a, a little thing I did. Because like after, after I, I, sorry, I finally got all the photos edited. I got that all into Photoshop. And then I got the whole time lapse figured out. I figured I realized that like they didn't grow that fast, and it didn't look mm-hmm. like they're growing at all. Even uh-huh. when I cranked it to like as fast as I could get it to go, it just was not mm-hmm. looking like it was growing. Um. So I, so when it, it goes to three hundred percent, I actually like I had the frame move down a little bit, like pan downwards. So it gives oh, the, nice. it gives the illusion you of panned growth. within a oh yeah. So the, the mushroom is growing. But like the frame is panning down, so it looks like it's that's, growing faster than it so is. So it's growing against the edge of the, f- yeah. the frame. So that's really cool. But like it feels disingenuous because like I'm making it uh, look like it's growing faster than it was. But like, no. um, this isn't a research article about mushroom <laughs> growth rates. This yeah, is art, art, <laughs> art, mushroom art. Uh, but yeah, like it turned out quite well. Um, oh, so, another thing too. Um, it turned out that like. I should have taken a test shot, put it in a computer, looked at it, because I found out like there's a big old splotch on my lens. Oh no! And so seven thousand photos later, I have found out oh. I have a splotch on every photo. <laughs> so I had to go and spot remove every single oh. one. <laughs> you only had seven thousand of them. Yeah. Though, so it's not. <laughs> but it's like you know how like spot like the spot tool is not that efficient on Lightroom. So like no. So doing that. You know, spread out over like a couple thousand. It, oh my god! Yeah, it's just like, oh. and you can't just like batch it. Like, did you have to manually go into each one and do it? No, or I, you just yeah, do a control paste. I, I no, you had to manually. Yeah, so because like, so I, I synced it across. But so the problem with Lightroom, especially because like everything's moving, mm-hmm. um, the spot was right where like the mushroom or the bag or something. The mushroom like moved. Oh, so and it wasn't so, like a nice, no. like white spot no. that you could just. So it's not something consistent. So Lightroom is just like constantly like jumping from everywhere. So right. I had to go and they manually do a lot of them. Thankfully, I think it was only really near the end that like it was really bad. Right. Um, but yeah, it was just Still. yeah, it was doing not that bad. with like ten pictures. Yeah, is like if you don't have like a really fast computer, it's a headache. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was not fun. So yeah, that's the that's the mushroom mushroom lapse. So I thought this one was an interesting thing to kind of um, do at the end because it's kind of like a 
a mini case study of <laughs> a project where where it had a beginning and it had an end uh-huh. like photography in general is just like this giant thing that opens up and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger mm-hmm. but this had a beginning a middle and an end um and looking back on it now how what's your feelings on the project altogether uh like definitely like clean your gear before you <laughs> you know like do like a good little mm-hmm. little check and make sure everything is working don't show up to a shoot without your batteries or like i've i've shown up to i drove out of town like a couple hours out of town to take like time lapses of the stars and i i got mm-hmm. up there and i was like i don't have an sd card oh, and it's like okay i guess is... we're uh, sleeping out here tonight for no reason <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so just like I don't know, like figure out the logistics. Like that was like a big mm-hmm. lesson I learned. Um, make sure you have like, like get a list if you need to, but just like make sure that you mm-hmm. have your ducks in a row. Um, mm-hmm. But also, just like as as frustrating as that whole process was, like it was like a really good exercise, mm-hmm. especially during COVID when there's like nothing. Like I could not. There's nothing to take photos of. Right. Um, I'm not like super artsy and. I, I hate taking photos of myself, so all the people are like, how to take self-portraits, and they're doing, like, super artsy photos. So, like, I'm not that way. I don't like doing that. So, like... Um, now you got that mustache, though. It's oh, not yeah, a picture it's, of you. Uh, it's it's a m- picture of your mustache. It's a case study. Get, I'll, I'll lend you my macro lens. <laughs> oh, no. No. That, <laughs> that's scary. I don't... Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm actually kind of intrigued, though. <laughs> Maybe I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. It's like, oh, uh, oh, oh. 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 <laughs> um, so we're looking forward to that new project. Yeah, <laughs> <coming out. laughs> yeah. like, it, but yeah, it was a, it was a good exercise and like doing something I wasn't familiar with. I had to do like a fair amount of research to figure out how to best go about it, and then like learned a lot of lessons about like what not to do, which is like mm-hmm. majority of anything that I ever do. I find. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then, um, and then you come out with this video that was like pretty se- semi-satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was so frustrating having to do that whole editing process that like no matter what came out I was going to be f- mad. Because I was just so <laughs> frustrated and annoyed. There's nothing that would have <laughs> merited how much work went into it. Yeah, especially when I knew like it wasn't actually going to grow all that much, and I was like. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I I think that's probably like the biggest things I took away from mm. from that. But like from the mushrooms, the mushrooms. What we learned from the mushrooms, the mushrooms. Yeah. Okay. Well, to wrap up, I was just thinking about because um, I think going back to that idea that we have things that either we want to spend time on, but we don't have the time or the money, or we feel there's some barriers to doing these kind of projects that we feel are important. Um, if you're thinking about your younger self, do you think there's anything that you could have told your younger self that would have prompted you to start this kind of thing earlier? Or do you think it's just something you kind of had to learn with time? Like, do you think there is any kind of intervention that could have helped you realize this passion earlier and to, to start creating and doing this project earlier? Or is it just... I think so. I think that um, I feel like a lot of stuff I delayed 
doing and it's gonna sound kind of dumb but like i did it because i i didn't do it because i was like i'm not really that cool i'm not cool enough to do that or like i'm not mm-hmm. like capable enough or like mm-hmm. but just do it anyways like who cares <laughs> <laughs> like it's your money like in your life just go do it <laughs> like, uh-huh. um I, I i don't know i just spent so much time like waffling on some things like like photography i was like i'm not cool enough to buy a camera i'm like and like, I feel like there's a lot of, and I like I often wonder about like what's the point of even sharing photography. That's a long-standing question. Like I've talked to many people about it, and like I feel like I've gotten closer and closer to an answer of like why do we share art in general? Like what's the the value in sharing art, especially when we say like you have to create art for yourself, right? But like, um, there's something very satisfying about being able to share something that i made and they have people yes. appreciate it like whether that's an ego yeah. boost i don't know um yeah or if it's maybe just like catharsis or it's just like being able to feel part of a community i don't know like if mm-hmm. um i guess it depends on how cynical you are but um <laughs> but like it's i just feel like it's nice to like um know that like you don't have to be a certain person or a certain thing to like do something you want to do like Mm-hmm. um i'd love to shoot a music video like and i there's a part of me that's like why would you do that <laughs> but like <laughs> um but like i i want to do it so i'll probably i want to do it so i want to do it sometime mm-hmm. um and i just think there's like a lot of things in my life majority of things in my life that like at one point thought like i'm not cool enough to do that or like that's some a cool person thing or it's just like something that like i can't do and i one did it anyways I've always been like good experience. Well, actually, just can't, I can't say always, but have generally mm-hmm. speaking been like the ones experience. you remember, the ones that stick yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe that's a little verbose, but no, yeah. that's um because I I feel like I've thought a lot about like the time barrier and the money barrier, but I think I haven't spent as much time thinking about the fear, whether it's fear of yourself failing or fear a social fear of um. Like, I think there's often kind of an eye roll when someone starts picking up a camera and starts posting pictures. People go, oh, so-and-so's a photographer now, I guess. Yeah, they got got uh, one of those wide-brim hats. I guess they're like, okay. Um, But, uh, and, because there are some people that will pick up a camera, use it for a couple months and put it down. I don't know if there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Like, it's just somebody trying something and maybe it didn't stick or whatever. But that fear of the scoffing that you don't that you don't hear behind closed doors, I feel like I feel that myself, and um, mm-hmm. so that kind of that resonated with me there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like try not to care too much. Then again, also like, um, like don't uh, I don't know. I I think. There's, there's ways to go about things and then sometimes it's good to mm-hmm. like to be I like subtlety so like mm-hmm. when people like try and like be really loud about like them and like I am a photographer and they, they if sometimes when people they're trying too hard to like be something it just comes across as like disingenuous mm-hmm. like don't do that <laughs> that, that that's <laughs> I, that's what I would tell myself right in the past like my past self I guess that's right. the way to put it but like you don't have to jump into this and proclaim it to the world yeah, kind of thing you don't have anything to prove 
right you're just you're just doing it because you want to do it yeah and so like don't don't try and like you're not trying to prove it and you're not trying to impress anyone right. you're doing it because you like it yeah but then again it goes back to like why do we share art then if we're not trying to prove right. or yeah i don't know maybe we're just uh we're trying to share you with our human experience with each other I I've been thinking about that myself too. Well, in like music, mm-hmm. why uh, why do musicians like making shows? I I listening to um old podcast from John K. Sampson. He was a singer for the Weaker Thans, mm-hmm. um, and he hates um public. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't like going on tour. He likes doing a show. He likes playing the music. Mm-hmm. He. But after the music stops, he hates everything afterwards because <laughs> he, he's kind of a private person and um, that part stresses him out, uh-huh. which I was like, well, then why are you doing it? But there's, <laughs> from the things that he's saying, there's something about a performative thing. It's almost a service that you're doing to other people, which sounds kind of um, contrived to say, well, I'm so good at photography here. I'm creating something. Here's my gift to you. Mm-hmm. But it is a gift. It you don't have to compare it to the best photographers in the world to say that there's some merit to what the what any photographer is creating mm-hmm. and um i don't know yeah and think... it's like a certain amount of like um like, there's a certain amount of presumptiveness that can feel like that whereas like mm-hmm. i don't know where some there's i really want to share this I used to think, yeah, you just want to get famous. <laughs> but like there is something about you've made something that you love and you want people to hear it. Even if it's people you've never met before. It's like I just want somebody else to experience this thing that I've created. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it's something that's elicited an emotion in me and I want you to also feel that with me. Yeah. And I but like I also feel like to some extent like it's best shared with people who you're acquainted with and that you're you're intimately aware of. Right. Like, cause I feel like if, like, some random person comes up to me and is like, I love your stuff, as opposed to, like, you know, you or another friend that comes up to me. Like, if, like, I find, like, there's, like, that juxtaposition of, like, you don't know this person, but, like, you, you're just assuming they're they're saying it out of, in, in good, genuine. genuine, like, good intent. Right. Whereas, like, with someone you already know. Um, they they kind of have to say that obligatory a little bit yeah or so you know like there's a certain dimension and i guess that goes back to like confidence and like being able to like feel comfortable and like you know like you have this thing you want to share with the world and like being Mm -hmm. um uh what's the word uh being compassionate because like yeah like it's just like these are things that you you spend time on and like being able to like yeah understand it and I don't know where I'm going with that. Honestly, like this is a whole thing I struggle with. Like, I'm not gonna have a little yeah. insight into yeah. Mitch, Mitch's brain here. I'm not gonna try and have an opinion on something I'm still not settled on. So, uh, well, when you figure out that opinion, let us know. We'll see. We'll see if I ever do. Like, I feel like this might be a long-standing question I have. Yeah, like this is devolving into late night, <laughs> late night meandering yeah. things about nothing. Exactly. Well, thanks for everything you that you shared today, Mitch. Um, just as you've been saying things, I've just kind of been thinking about in general of projects I've wanted to do, and I feel like most of the things you talk about have applied to any kind of project people are kind of do, whether it's the barriers, whether it's the motivations, whether it's all these different things. 
and uh, um, I feel like you can apply it to a lot of different things. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the hope. <laughs> well, any what's to close up? What's next on your horizon? Do you have any projects that you're thinking of starting in the future? It sounds like videography might be on the the dossier. Yeah, I, I'd like to. I I wrote up a so this is this is a wishful thinking thing, but uh-huh. um. I wrote up Dare to Dream. Dare, dare this is to a dream. place of dreams, Mitch. <laughs> I uh, I was bored at work, so I was like scheming in my mind, and ended up. Ah uh, yes. Um, in the end, the schemes turned into a bit of like a, a little screenplay of like a a horror movie set in a library, <laughs> U of A library, oh, no. <laughs> and like this is, <laughs> this is your your foray into. Uh... Okay. Uh, I I feel like I have. A little bit of experience under my belt now with like horror uh-huh. video work and so right um i was just like thinking about it's like you know that's like like i was listening to like i was in the library with a couple friends and like uh-huh. the pa announcement like was really creepy like announcing that the library is closing <laughs> and i was like i like this Ooh. and so like this whole <laughs> hey, thing... could you say that again <laughs> and so like the whole the whole thing the whole thing would revolve around being able to shoot this horror movie mm-hmm. in a specific library in the U of A, which would probably never happen. <laughs> but, like, it's all in my head. It looks so good in my mm-hmm. head, but, like, it would probably mm-hmm. never happen. But um, I feel like I do want to shoot more videos, though, and I want to do more. Okay. I, I want to do some interview stuff. Right. Not quite, like, podcast stuff. But documentary kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, like or... a little document. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of want to do, like, a... Um, I have a friend on a mission in, in Zambia right now, Brad, Bradley Bravender. And he's okay. got like, he does like awesome videos over there, like like more in message mm-hmm. style videos, and like, right, there's interviews of people and like their their story of them, um, their progression of their faith, or you know coming to meet Jesus and stuff like that. And I was like, that's really cool. Like, I kind of want to do something like that. So mm-hmm. I've been kind of scheming how to do that and how to do it nice. in my own way. So I've been that's probably something that might pop up in the future, but. Okay. As if it is not material, not yet materialized yet. So, yeah, it's not materialized. Oh, Mat- no, materialized. <laughs> this is the dad coming uh, out of Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, the dad has been yeah. here. All along. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing all this, Mitch. No worries. We're, I, I'm actually excited. It's not just something I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what's coming next. No worries. Um, and we'll put. Uh, we've got links to. Instagram and the website and the different pictures that we looked at specifically on here. So if anyone's wa- listening, that they could see what we're talking about. For sure. Um, if you had one piece of advice for people who have a project they want to do, but are having trouble with it, what would you say? Do it. Do I think it. that most, like most people, that that's usually the advice that most people give. Is just go do it. Mm-hmm. Just have fun. Have fun. Um, if it's illegal, don't do it. <laughs> but like if it's that was a good yeah. disclaimer that's smart yeah but like just like have fun with it and like mm-hmm. just do it because it, it like it might be a stepping stone to something bigger and I just like there's so much that like I I, uh, I regret not doing because I was scared of it not working out so mm-hmm. yeah a little cliche wise words cliche but it's no. wise it's always good <laughs> to end on a cliche yeah yeah exactly okay well, thanks, Mitch. Yeah. I hope you have a great night. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is great. And uh, we'll, 
if this actually does, if we do this more often, I probably will have you back on <laughs> for something. Okay. For your horror, your horror videos, <laughs> the indie sensation, U of A horror video, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Hopefully. I'm hoping. Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, have a great night. Thanks. See ya. Bye.